You're listening to the Hotter on Top podcast, hosted by me, Becca Kavanaugh. This podcast is for the woman that wants it all, the thriving business, the passionate love life, and the embodied inner radiance to have and hold it all with ease and pleasure. Every week, I will be giving you the behind the scenes on how you can run your own successful business without sacrificing your pleasure or spiraling into burnout. These tools and teachings are what I have used to accelerate my growth in the online space and go from working multiple jobs, hustling 12 hours a day, you name it, to channeling my genius into a potent business that gives me the freedom and flexibility to work whenever and however the fuck I want. Now I mentor my clients to carve out their own unique space in the industry and make a massive impact and income by being their most bold and turned on selves. Think of this podcast as your dose of deep business and personal development that will leave you with the juice and confidence you need to start taking action on your desires right fucking now. My goal for this podcast is to have you feeling turned on to create your own version of a pleasure-based business and tap into your deepest desires by unapologetically asking for what you want. Because I believe women feel hotter when they are on top. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. So today we are talking about high ticket sales and more specifically high ticket sales when it comes to one-on-one programs. That's really what I'm going to be highlighting today. I truly believe that the easiest way to create consistency and make more by doing less, especially as a newer coach, is through your one-on-one programs and really mastering that, understanding how your ideal client, what they're struggling with, and all of those things, getting really hyper-focused on perfecting your systems and your sales process and selling and all of those pieces before you move on to groups and to evergreens and all of those things. Because what I see a lot of us do is that we try to do all the things and then it makes things really complicated and messy. And we're like, this is the easiest and fastest track to being like, I am working so much, but I'm not making much money, right? Because we try to do too much too fast. So to keep your business model simple, one-on-one coaching, starting out with that, perfecting that, and honing in on that is really what's going to help you work smarter, not harder, and make more by working less. So there's so much consistency that can come from having one-on-one coaching and especially in your income and your offers and within your experience as a coach, right? This is going to build up your expertise and your experience is going to help you get even more and more clear. And so there are three steps to really signing high level clients into your high ticket containers. So I'm going to outline those for you today. We're going to break each of those pieces down and talk a little bit about the myths behind low ticket versus high ticket and all of those things and kind of the mindset pieces that go into it. You know, we need the strategy and the mindset, of course. So let's talk about these steps right now. So three steps into signing your clients, signing your high ticket clients into your one-on-one program. I like literally cannot talk today, so bear with me here. (laughs) But number one is marketing. So obviously marketing your services through your content. This is looks like talking about the benefits and the transformation 
getting people to take the next step with you. Usually this next step would look like sales calls, right? So, but this could also be free offers, just outlining the offer, talking about the offer, the benefits and why this is for them. This is where this is your top of the funnel. This is the most awareness. This is where you're talking and marketing yourself as well as your programs. So the first piece here is marketing. And then we go into selling. Yes, marketing and selling are two different things. We often get them confused and mixed up. But marketing is more so the the before process, the, the talking about the offer, talking about the value of your offer, talking about the transformation, and then selling is where we really start to bring somebody that is a cold or somewhat warm lead into a hot lead. This is where you do the hard selling. This is where you connect with someone on a sales call, or maybe this could even be a application form, or this could be connecting with them in the DMs or on Voxer or whatever your process is. I always suggest to do a sales call. I personally do, I call them connection calls, but it's, it's essentially a sales call, right? I just don't use the term sales call, simply put, because I don't always sell <laughs> at the end of it, because I really like to make sure that this person is somebody I can confidently help, that I feel like we are on the same page, that I have talked and like listened to their what they're struggling with, and I feel like I can confidently help them. I'm already seeing the pieces moving in my business brain. You know what I mean? I like to make sure that I have that foundation with them. I actually get to meet them. I actually get to see how we vibe and work together before I actually make them an offer into the one one program. And sometimes this isn't even personal. This is just, I have to make sure that they are in the perfect place to ensure that they will get the most out of this program, right? Because not all of your one-on-one -on -one coaching is going to be for everyone at every stage of whatever you are an expert in, right? This is going to be what feels most aligned for you and what you can confidently help them with and how they can get the most value out of this specific offer. So Selling is really where you get to kind of find your rhythm and your groove when it comes to selling. This is where I invite you to try different styles of selling on. And ultimately, selling is connecting. It's making sure that you are connecting with the other person, that you're seeing them, that you're present with them. I really believe that selling the most, you know, beautiful and best forms of selling come from connection come from building that relationship. And that's where we will start to kind of heal collectively this, um, this sales process. Because I think that we often get in our heads of like, oh, I don't want to be sold to. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And the thing is, is like, I'm never truly feeling like I'm selling in the traditional sense. I am selling in a way that is aligned to me, that's intuitive and that is still effective. And that is what I want to help you find as well. And this is something I'm going to be diving more deep inside Savvy and Seductive CEO. So if you're not in yet, get in now because this is where we'll be breaking down each one of these processes and helping you fill in the gaps. 
Okay, so then let's talk about number three, which is signing. So yes, selling is also different than signing a client. <laughs> and I know that we like to use selling very loosely. We're like, oh, I sold this many packages or whatever. And like, yes, of course, that's true. But if we're being honest, and I think as newer coaches or not even newer coaches, honestly, people that have been in the industry for a while, they have not even perfected this signing process. And the signing process is really where the onboarding happens. This is also the area where I see a lot of mistakes happen and a lot of miscommunication. Miscommunication is more common and heightened throughout this process. This is where somebody goes from a potential client into a client, into somebody that you are actually working with that is paying you, right? And this is where the ghosting can happen. This is where the cold feet can happen. This is where all of those things are most likely to happen. And when you have a signing process that is clear and effective, this is will aid into higher retention rates. This will help you create higher retention and higher renewal rates. This is the process that has not only, like I have never been ghosted by a potential client for my one-on-one -on -one containers. And and this is also the same process that keeps me at a 75% renewal rate when it comes to my one-on-one -on -one coaching packages. So that being said, the signing process is very important and often, often missed and not talked about enough. <laughs> and ultimately, this is one of the biggest pieces I put in the program because this is what's missed. This is what nobody ever really talks about. And it's something I wish that I knew so much sooner because then I wouldn't have got ghosted so much. I wouldn't have gotten um, the like the cold feed so quickly. I wouldn't have gotten people not even showing up to sales calls, right? Because one of these three elements were lacking. And so I wasn't seeing the results that I wanted to see. So I want to talk a little bit about let's, I'm going to go over these again. And I want to show you how you can start to audit your own process to see what's really keeping you stuck from signing high-level clients. So the first one here is marketing, right? So if you're finding a lot of, like, people are not getting on sales calls with you, people are not getting your free things, they're not getting any of your offers, then that's a marketing issue. Then that's where you know where to go and what to look at and how you can start to perfect your marketing and start talking a little bit more about the transformation or the value of it or the process, right? Start letting people in and being generous around what you're selling, right? Because People will not take that next step with you, free or not, if they don't have that trust, if they, if you haven't worked hard to build up that like, know, and trust factor, if you haven't been nurturing, like that is where we want to start to really build up your marketing process so that selling becomes even more easy. And then selling, the second piece here, when if you are getting a lot of people on sales calls, but let's say they're ghosting or they're having... A, a lot of no's or maybe just like a lot of objections or things like that, that is when we know that there's something going on in the sales conversation. There's something going on that is feeling a little bit like something's not completely clear or closed, right? So that is a selling issue. If you're finding that a lot of people are ghosting or not showing up or that they are saying no a lot or that there's just like a lot of objection, objections going on, that is where selling is 
what we actually want to look at. And now, yes, you can always take the information from your sales process and go back into your marketing and talk about objections, talk about those things. That is what would live in your marketing to then get more sales calls, to then get more people saying yes on the sales call. And now signing, this is usually what happens if somebody says yes, but then they kind of back out or they get cold feet or, you know, maybe it's like mid container because that tells me that there was some form of potentially mismatched communication, um, mismatched expectations. And I will say that sometimes things just happen and miscommunication happens and you, it can't be a hundred percent foolproof, but you can also work very hard to make sure that you are getting as close to foolproof as possible um, and making sure that everything is clear and outlined beforehand, making sure that there's no real room for loss of expectations um, or disappointment or any of those pieces, right? So marketing, selling, and signing. So that's what you would want to look at. So if you're having a hard time selling out your high ticket offering, that's probably one of those three pieces, then you can start to look at that and then start to audit it and see what you can do better, right? Because we want to go to the actual source of what's actually creating that roadblock or getting you stuck. So looking at that, being able to perfect that, audit that for yourself and see what feels most aligned for you. And so something I want to kind of talk about or caution against is that when I know that this episode is about high ticket, but I think that we often get in our heads and a lot of mindfuckery can come up when it's something high ticket and we are solely focused on selling something high ticket. We get shiny object syndrome or we feel like selling something lower ticket will be quote unquote easier. And so <laughs> I want to, um, kind of clear the mindset around this because the thing is, is that selling is selling is selling. If you are having a hard time selling your high ticket offerings or your free offerings or whatever it is, then it's going to still be hard to sell a low ticket offer because it's not about the price point. It's about selling. It's a, your problem is not the price. Your problem is the selling. So and I think that we get in this kind of false belief, which is a little bit more of scarcity of like, oh, well, it'll be so much easier to sell. Well, I just want to make it easy on myself. And I do think that there's some truth in finding a price that is most aligned with you. And I know I'm going to say this one more time, but Savvy Seductive CEO, we talk about how to find a price that works for you um, because I do believe that there's kind of a sweet spot, right? Of course, we don't want to be working so hard against the grain. <laughs> we don't want to be, if 10K, asking for 10K for your one-on-one -on -one coaching feels like, oh my God, I'm going to shit my pants then of course selling it's going to be really hard, but more so it's about the belief. It's the belief in yourself. It's the belief in your offer. It's belief in the value that you have to give with this specific offer. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with wanting to offer lower price points or maybe even lower your current price to have your nervous system kind of get on board with it. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what the price is because the opinion of if it's expensive or not or accessible or not is all very subjective. It's all very gray. <laughs> and what is expensive or, ex or not accessible to one person is very accessible and not expensive to another person, right? So 
you can't really base that off of off of that. You have to base it off of what is going to feel most true to you in this season of your business. You can always work your way up to price points and you can always quote unquote lower your price points. But what you don't want to do is by telling yourself that, oh, if it was just a lower price point or if it was just, you know, a lower ticket offer or if it was just a masterclass, it would be so much easier to sell because it's not the truth. And this is coming from somebody that has been there, done that, got the damn fucking t-shirt. And I have probably made that mistake more so than not. And I always think back to myself like, man, like where would I be if I had just solely focused on one thing one offer, I probably would have saved myself so much stress, so much heartache, so much mental overwhelm. (laughs) Like you have no idea. So that's what I want to help save you from and help you avoid. Because at the end of the day, your problem is selling. So you have to find a way that you can sell yourself that feels most aligned and that feels like really good in your nervous system and it's not so low that you're going to harbor resentment because that is not what we want either. That's a bad energy exchange. And I talk a lot about in Savvy and Seductive CEO kind of like clean pricing and being able to not put so much onto your clients while also finding that sweet spot for yourself to make sure that you're not in that resentment field, but also not um, in that expanded like nervous system, like your nervous system is freaked the fuck out, right? So finding that sweet spot for you is really the process that we actually want to focus on. So I would invite you with this episode to really audit your processes, see where your gaps are. And this is where like being able to reflect and being able to really audit your own process that is where you will start to see so many results. And of course, if you want more clarity, then you got to get in Savvy and Seductive CEO. This is where you will learn how to not only the process behind these things, so the things I've shared with you in this podcast episode, but you will learn how to think like a CEO because I don't want you to just have to learn all the things and get all the information. I actually want you to start thinking for yourself like a CEO because that's what's going to bring long lasting change. So I want to give you just enough information for you to have the like informed decision making to so that way you can repeat this process over and over again and bring in consistent income. But also having that mindset and the belief in yourself as a CEO to really make decisions for your business, because that's really what is going to bring you results with having the information of your own lifestyle and the way you operate and the way your clients are, right? Having all of that, because that will not be sold to you in a seven-step process, right? (laughs) You will not see results with that. So I give you just enough process to really implement it for yourself, and then you can start to make the informed decisions like a confident ask CEO. So this is the last call. We start on Monday, May 16th. So for those of you already in, I'm so freaking excited to share this with you. You are in for a freaking treat. And for if you are listening to this episode late, you can probably still sneak in. I might, I might let you sneak in. So just get into my DMs or see if the cart's still open. If you can still purchase the program, then you can still get in. So check down with the link in the show notes if you want in. And I hope that you guys love, love, love this episode and we will chat next week.
Thank you so much for investing your time by listening to today's podcast and take an extra moment to celebrate yourself for prioritizing your pleasure and your business growth. If you found this episode helpful, I would be so honored if you could share a screenshot on your stories and tag me at Becca Jo Kavanaugh on Instagram and leave this podcast a rating and review so we can share all of this goodness with more women who deserve to have and hold it all. If you want to keep the party going, you can join the Bold Biz Bitches Facebook group for even more juice and free behind the scenes trainings. If you're ready to go to the next level, you can learn how to work with me inside my intimate one-on-one container or self-paced offerings with the links down in the show notes. Sending you all the good pleasure juices for the week, and I will talk to you next time. Mwah.